everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill, joined by Fro. How you doing, Fro? Hello, me. I am doing okay. Uh, yeah, fixing some small issues with my computer, but that's nothing new, but yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you, and thank you to everyone who has sent me birthday wishes. How old are you? Uh, too old. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I'm... My, that's my answer as well. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm 38. 38, yeah. 38 and feeling great. Good. So, today, we are going to review NXT Battleground mm -hmm. and Double or Nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to basically be the big thing. Uh, um, plus, you know what? There's really no sad news or bad news at all this week in the <laughs> world of wrestling. <laughs> it's such a... I guess it depends who you ask. If you're not the same punk fan, I don't think there's any. There are some bad news for non-CM punk punk fans. I, I I mean, like we don't have any deaths or arrests oh. or oh. any of that stuff to report. Ah, ah, okay. It's all, you know, for the majority, good news this week. So oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, there is one story that we will get into in a couple of minutes, but um, let's let's get into the news, mm -hmm. and we'll start with again good news. Drew McIntyre completed the process this week of becoming a naturalized American citizen. That is according to. Mike Johnson of PW Insider. Uh, he had been working on this post-WrestleMania. He's had time off. Um, but yeah, he is now a naturalized citizen of the United States of America. Is it okay if I don't know what that means? He's now a legal citizen. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, congratulations to Drew on becoming a citizen of the U.S., yeah. Um, also, it is. it was reported yesterday, Ring of Honor's next pay-per-view, which will be Death Before Dishonor. Everything, the location, the date, it is set. Friday night, July 21st, Trenton, New Jersey at the Cure Insurance Arena mm. will be the date for Death Before Dishonor, a 7 p.m. start time. Tickets for that event go on sale this coming Friday. It's Friday, Friday. <laughs> no? No, unfortunately. Oh. And we have baby news to report because apparently May has become baby madness. Yeah. Uh, it was reported earlier this week on the Tamron Hall show. Corey Graves and Carmella revealed 
the gender of their soon-to-be baby, and it will be a baby boy. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to both Carmella and Corey Graves. Also, uh, Alexa Bliss posted on social media that she and her husband will be having a baby. The baby is expected to be born at the end of this year. So congratulations to them. And it was announced during Double or Nothing that Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara are going to have a baby as well. Yeah, a lot of hanky-panky in the, the wrestling community, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm, a lot of spadoinkle, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, congratulations to all three there. Um, uh, we know about the struggle Carmella has had uh, with having a baby. Alexa Bliss, she's had a little bit of an up and down 2023 so far with that skin cancer scare. Mm. And, you know, Ty not being on TV for a while now, we know. Uh, it's just very good news to hear mm -hmm. all around that, you know, that they're going to be having new kids come into the world. So, yeah. congratulations to all of them. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about briefly uh, the whole announcement of CM Punk. Uh, we pretty much we pretty much all figured this was going to be happening. Um, what caught my attention was the crowd reaction. Yeah, uh, very clearly both booze and like I, I people. It seemed like it was split. Hmm. I thought maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. Okay. Um, but you know what? Because uh, I, I kind of told Fro off air, um, because I'll be busy that night and that weekend, I will not see that first episode. So, either people are going to be like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever, or, oh, this is stupid. You know, I won't be a part of that, so... I'm happy. It's gonna happen, I think. That's kind of the important thing. Yeah. Like I am like I said, I'm very happy. Uh let's see. I think we have one more piece of news and then we're gonna get into the reviews of the of both shows. Uh Stan Lane. Remember him? No. Well, I I know you don't, but in uh, in the community, I, I guess our community. Oh. Um, yeah. one half of the Midnight Express, one half of the Fabulous Ones. Mm. Uh, it is been reported by Mike Johnson of PW Insider that he has gone under or he has done a DNA test to prove. Okay. That he is not the father of Congresswoman Lauren Babert. I have no clue what you're talking about whatsoever. Oh, this is a okay. This is a pretty 
unique story. Let's go with right. that. So, Stan Lane, um, let, let, let's just say when he was wrestling, okay. uh, got around a lot. Sure. Let, let, he, he got it on with the ladies mm -hmm. in his day. Um, so, there is a young lady who is a congresswoman, Lauren Bobert. I, I hope I pronounced that <clears throat> name right. Sure. Um, she believes that Stan Lane is her father. And they have done uh, a DNA test and, and, and I'll read this statement um, that was put up. Uh, I just want to make sure. Okay. So this is the statement. My name is Stan Lane. I have had two professional careers. One in the world of professional wrestling and the other as an announcer for many years in powerboat racing. Oh, powerboat racing. I know, right? <laughs> Early in my career, while I was living in Florida, wrestling career, and working for Championship Wrestling from Florida, I received notice that a woman I had a short affair with was accusing me of fathering her child. We went through the legal system <laughs> and completed right. a court-ordered paternity test. Okay. I, I was declared not to be the father, and the case was dismissed. Mm. In spite of the court verdict, the mother of the child, who turned out to be Congresswoman Lauren Bobert, her mother has continued to stick to her original claim. I agreed to take another DNA paternity test with Lauren in May 2023. Mm -hmm. I allowed Lauren to handle the chain of custody for the samples to alleviate any doubts with the results. The results came back on May 11th, 2023. They were conclusive that I had a 0.0% chance of being the biological father. Once we both reviewed the results, Lauren and I agreed that this matter is settled and I accepted Lauren's apology on behalf of herself and her mother. The situation and the numerous false claims made against me over the years has been stressful for me and my family. I feel my otherwise good reputation has been tarnished considerably. I and other close members of my inner circle have been dragged into this as well. I have also been followed by the news media so that they could get the scoop on the topic. I ask that I be taken out of this equation since a conclusive result has been given to both sides. While I was fortunate to have a career in the spotlight for 30 plus years, it is my desire to step back and enjoy my retirement with my wife. My, <laughs> my interactions with Mrs. Bobert have been pleasant and enjoyable. I wish Lauren all the best in her future endeavors. Yes, mm -hmm. she has been released from Stan Lane. If she continues the search for her biological father, I hope she finds the answers she has been looking for. So, 
There it is. Uh, okay. Stan Lane, not the father of this young woman. Uh, it You know, it's one of those things. It, it sucks that it has to happen, but... You know, is it a little bit funny that I thought you were talking about the congresswoman? Oh, when I was reading the press release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because isn't her name also Lauren something? Yeah. Yeah. But is it the same woman? I think it is. Wow. That's uh coincidence because she's batshit crazy well at least we know now that Stan Lane is not the father her daddy yep not the baby daddy cool um I, I'm, I'm curious did you see mm. the uh, final segment on Smackdown this week I did Wow, uh, that was really good. Yeah, that uh, that was something. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I I was thinking uh, this was the way of going, having Sikoa. Uh, sorry, uh, having Sikoa uh, turning heel on uh, his brothers. Yeah, yeah. Best I way mean, to go. I I. I was assuming that was the way it was going to go anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we can't really talk about that before we talk about the pay-per-view. So right. Sure. Yeah, that is true. Because we did review uh, Night of Champions on our last show. Mm -hmm. So uh, so what we'll do is uh, Meltzer has put his ratings up. Okay, cool. Uh, we're only going to do Night of Champions because we already did our review yes. of the show. And and last time we did this, it was for Backlash. And Fro did pretty darn well. I did pretty good. I, I think I did okay. I think you got like two or three right on the button. Yeah. So, and the other were like around the same case. Yeah. yeah. So you were pretty good on that. I think it was okay. So, we're going to do this again. Okay. Just for Night of Champions. Because when we get to the other two shows, we will mention their ratings. So. Okay, cool. Uh, so, let's begin with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. What rating do you think Meltzer gave it? Three stars. He gave it four and a quarter. Oh, that was a little too high. All right. All right. Uh, then we have Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch. Uh, two and a half. Three and a quarter. Whoa. Okay. I he That's must. A yeah. <laughs> he must That's have seen a different match than you and I did. <laughs> that okay. Uh, okay. So then we have. Gunther against Ali. Um, three maybe. Three and three quarters. Okay, I'm happy with that. Uh, then we have Oscar and Bianca Belair. Um. Oh, that was such a bad match until the ending. Uh, two and a half. Three and a quarter. 
Um, Rhea Ripley and Natalya, he did not give a rating, so we'll just yeah skip that. Uh, so now, Brock Lesnar and Cody. Uh, oh, this is hard. Uh, four. Four stars. Nice. And the tag team match, Owens and Zayn against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Uh, I think he gave it full five stars, probably. Four and a half. Okay. So, you only got one on that one, which is... Still, I mean, that's better than, you know, people getting none, so... It's better than zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, real quick, on our Facebook group, we did the poll. Uh, what grade would you give the show? The majority of the people gave this a C grade. Okay. Uh, some gave it... I, a, I don't agree to that, but... Some gave it an A, and some gave it a B. Yeah, I would probably work for B. I would have gone with a B myself. And, and and that'll be the grade that I do give it, is a B grade. Um, as far as best match on the show, now this is what kind of surprised me, I think. Okay. The majority of the people that voted, voted Seth and AJ as the best match of the show. Hmm. Yeah, I don't agree to that. Followed by Bianca and Asuka. Mm, okay. Which is kind of surprising. So I'm going to yeah. put my vote in because my vote was the tag title match. So Yeah, I agree. And I, I can say that unfortunately I was not able to get a poll up for the other two shows because uh, I had a very busy week this week. So... We'll never know what the fans thought of the two shows that we're about to discuss. So, uh, let's get into it with NXT Battleground. And I will say this, Fro, I did not see this show until yesterday. I saw it on Thursday. Okay, so we're about close as far as when we did see this so yeah um really the the big announcement of anything is their next pay-per-view is going to be the great american bash which mm -hmm. is july 30th it looks like a good idea mm -hmm. for next paper to put something like this on yeah and it'll be the week before SummerSlam. so yeah um, okay, so let's begin with the triple threat match for the North American title, Wesley defending against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. Mm, yeah. What did you think about this match? I thought it was a good opening match. Um, yeah. I wasn't into it like the crowd was in the arena because they were doing a this is awesome chant which kind of was like really i'm i'm not you know it it, it was a good match it was um well, the audience here is definitely better than the other chance of you i will say that <sighs> wait till we get to that one <laughs> but uh yeah 
That that crowd really destroyed that pay per view, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we will. Uh, but yeah, um, I thought this was perfectly fine. I, it's okay. It was a like I went into this thinking he would win, so I was okay with the result. I think the wrestling was on par. I don't. I I think the 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 crowd was very very hot during the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. It's an okay match. I didn't think it was that awesome. Right. It's not my favorite match of the night, to say it that way. Yeah, I agree with you there. But I, I will say this. They've got a star in Wesley. Oh, so good. They really do. Yeah. I mean, his partner, his tag team partner getting released. Mm-hmm. Might have been the best thing to happen to his career. I agree, and I hate to say that, but it's kind of true. No, I totally agree with you. So Wesley uh, retained the North American title. Uh, he is six, he is now, and, and I mentioned this on the show, has had more successful title defenses than anyone holding the North American title. Um, mm-hmm. What grade would you give this match? A B minus. Okay, we're not too far off. Uh, I gave this a C plus, mm-hmm. but it's like kind of on a high end of a C plus, almost a B minus. But I, I, I enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. Um, Meltzer gave this three and a half stars. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next match was for the Heritage Cup, Dragon Lee <laughs> challenging Noam Dar. And I, I do like that they did explain what the rules are. I, I've never seen this match or this style of match in WWE, so I was kind of curious how this was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... As far as the wrestling went, Mm. I thought it was a good match. Mm. The problem that I had with this match Mm. was the constant interfering and cheating that was going on. Yeah. And, And it especially hurt... The end of the match. The pacing of this match was uh, very weird. It felt very broken up, like you said. Right. Yeah. And I also think the ending was overbooked and convoluted. Yeah. I don't. I don't especially like this kind of matches. So it's a. I was. I. I. I was. It's probably my least favorite match of the night uh, on NXT. I would say that. Probably. I actually agree with you on that. Because mm. and, and, and the thing is, I like Dragon Lee. I think he's tremendous. I love Dragon Lee. I just... like, Yeah. It's not his style. I wish, you, I wish they did it differently. Um, I gave this a C. I gave it a C minus, actually. Okay, so again, we're close. 
Yeah. Uh, Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars. No, Meltzer. That's just wrong. Alright, then we go to the last man standing match. Dijak and Ilya Dragunov. Holy moly, this match. Yeah. Um, was I right in this was going to be the best match of the night? Or you were. Right? No, you were right. <laughs> you called it. Yeah, this is the, my favorite match of the night. Really, really good. And this was such a different way of doing a last, a last man, man standing match. Standing. Yeah, I, I thought it was very innovative and very like... I like it when they put the stipulation down that you have kind of like seen in a lot of different matches. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of last man standing matches because I hate when they count to do nine and Cena <laughs> gets up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of like it's a it's usually very long and very like boring uh, mm -hmm. with a lot of counting. So I was extremely happy that they uh, did what they did and I thought this was an A plus match. Really love this match. This is easily the match of the show. Yeah. Uh, would probably be in my top four for best match of the entire weekend. For me. Uh, yeah. I would say so. I gave this an A minus. Yeah. And I gave it an A plus. A plus. Yeah. M Meltzer is kind of on the same board with us. He gave it four and three quarters. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we had the NXT tag title match. The Creed Brothers challenging Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. Mm -hmm. uh, this was, you know what? The, this was the right spot for this match. Yeah, it was very cool down match. It, it was a cool down match, but it was a good, decent match. Yeah, I liked it. I I, it I I enjoyed this match. The ending, you know, was a good enough ending because yeah. you had an ongoing feud distract what's going on in the ring mm -hmm. for the Creeds to lose the match. Mm-hmm. And Gal you know, Gallus is able to retain the tag titles. I gave it a C plus. Oh, okay. I gave it a B. Okay. I, I, yeah, I really liked it. Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars. Okay. So now we go to the finals of the NXT women's title tournament. Lyra Valkyria against Tiffany Stratton. Mm. Yeah, one of these things are not like the other. Oh, I take it you are not a fan of this one. <laughs> not really, no. Okay. <laughs> we may have our first disagreement on this one. Well, yeah. Which is, because I enjoyed this match. Oh yeah, I definitely didn't. I I thought this told a good story mm. with the story being the knee of Valkyria. Yeah, I think I actually think they focused too much on that. 
it's it's so here's my problems with shoot versus like work wrestling mm-hmm. is when i know that people are not really hurt the way they are pretending they are hurt it doesn't work right like i think i think if you're going to create an angle around uh like for example like cody rhodes versus brock lesnar that was a match where it worked because cody can sell an entry he doesn't really have right uh here i felt like valkyrie that i am not a big fan of and i do admit that uh didn't yeah i didn't believe her i didn't like i didn't really buy into the match the psychiatry uh and that's why i didn't like it like yeah okay that's fair um so tiffany stratton ends up hitting the pme the prettiest moonsault ever Mm -hmm. to get the win and win the women's title yeah i was happy about the result but didn't like the match I gave this a B. Yeah, I gave it a C. Okay. Yeah. Um, Meltzer gave this three and a half stars. He likes three and a half, doesn't he? He does. Um, Now, real quick before we get to the main event, I actually read uh, a little insert of an interview that Tiffany Stratton did, and she talked about where she developed her character from. So, I'm going to assume that you know of High School Musical. I do know High School Musical, sadly, uh, yes. Okay. Do you remember the blonde? In I that? do remember the blonde, sadly. Yeah. That's what her character is based on. Yep, I can see that. <laughs> yep. You know... Uh, what was her name again? So, uh, let me. Was it Lachelle or something like that? Let me let me look it up real quick. I wonder if it was Lachelle or something like stupid like that. Uh. Sorry, it was, it, it was a name. Yeah, I know. It was it a Sharpay Evans? Oh, Sharpay. That was her name. Yeah. Almost Sharp, as bad. Sharpay. Sharpay. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, I bet you, when she ends up getting to the main roster, mm-hmm. her character will be changed to trying to bust her brothers during summer vacation. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so her totally that... non-gay brother, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not all right. gay at all. Uh, so now to the main event of the show, Braun Breaker challenging Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title. This was a better match than the one they had in Los Angeles. Wasn't it? It was so much better. Oh, I was like, why the fuck didn't they have this match in the first Right! They, yeah. This is so much better! Mm-hmm. Such a good match. Braun Breaker's a believable heel. Oh, so good. You know, I I enjoyed this one more than I did the one they had at WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good match. 
Yeah, it, same here. The crowd was into this match. That oh, I think. Oh, oh, impact. That I think was the biggest difference between the two. Because when we watched, yeah. when we watched Stand and Deliver that day, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the evening, we <laughs> joked yeah. about a hundred times about how you know, like, oh, this is happening at. 11.30 in the morning over there. And the yeah. crowd's not really awake. Here, you know, this crowd is into this. And it's a really good match. Tells a really good story. Mm. Uh, Trick Williams does not get involved in the match. I was very happy about which that. Which I did like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo Hayes got the win to retain the title... No shenanigans, no controversy. Yeah. He just Very wins happy. clean. A really yeah. good match. I I agree. Um, I gave this a B. I gave it actually an A minus. It is really, really up there of uh, yeah, my matches of the night. I am I'm going to say this, and it is I am I'm guessing it's not very super controversial, but uh. I thought NXT was a better show than AEW. Uh, in all over. Well, we'll have to we'll have to see after we talk about that. Talk about Double or Nothing. Um, yeah. Meltzer gave this four stars. Mm -hmm. So pre pretty much, with the exception of the women's title match. Mm. I, I feel like he kind of gave it a fair grade, at least in my eyes. You thought differently with the women's match. But other than that, mm -hmm. you know, we thought it was a pretty, you know, a fair graded show. Yeah. So I would definitely say so. All right. So now we're going to go to Double or Nothing. And I, I want to make this note right away because Meltzer does have this in his uh, newsletter, which came out a few days ago. His grade or his ratings for these matches are based on him being there live. He has not watched it back since. So, okay. so I'm Don't sure. Well, no, but I mean, you know, just so people know that, you know, his grades are, or his ratings are based on, you know, him being there live. And, because ah, okay. sometimes, you know, like, it, there, there is a difference when you go to a show live and, it, you know, on TV. It, oh, that's it, I agree to, yeah. It, it can make a big difference. Okay, so we start with the pre show match. It, it was a six-man tag match. Uh, mm -hmm. The Hardys and Hook against Ethan Page and the Guns with the stipulation that if the Hardy team wins, Matt Hardy owns Ethan Page's contract. Mm. Um, I will let you start this one. Uh, I like this pre-show match. Uh, I, I thought it was okay, actually, yeah. Um, a 
again, I, I, I'm going to have to kind of disagree with you on this. Um, okay. I think I liked the result more than I maybe liked uh, right. the match. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I, I I took this match a little lightly on my grading for a okay. number... The main reason being, this was Jeff Hardy's first match in almost a year. Right. So, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him a... be super unnice, but uh, you did definitely see that. Right, and you did. I mean, I, I was going to give him, you know, like, if he... It was like, if he had been on something and you noticed it, it'd be like, oh, man, this is bad. But, he, you know, he's clean. Yeah. He, you know, he's been working on this. So it's like, okay, I'm going to give him a pass. Mm -hmm. First match, thousands of people. Um, This deserved to be where it needed to be. This right at the oh, yeah, pre-show. It, it really yeah. did. Yeah. Um... I don't disagree to that at all. It was okay. I'm not gonna... I liked it. Yeah, I thought that it was a fun pre-show match. It was, it was where it needed to be on the card. With right. the needed result. I, I, yeah, like I said. Right. I didn't dislike it. So the Hardys and Hook win. Mm -hmm. um, I gave this a D+. Plus. Sorry, a, a D plus? Yeah, D as in dog plus. Wow. Oh, okay. I gave it C plus. Okay. Okay. Meltzer gave this one and three quarter stars. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we're going to go to the main. Well, actually, no, you know what? We'll mention real quick. Uh, Martha Hart came out to talk about the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament that's going to start at Forbidden Door and will conclude on the 15th of July in Calgary during Stampede Week, yeah. which is a huge freaking deal in Canada. So I thought that was very sweet as well. I, I liked that. I really did. Yeah. Okay, so... And, and I bring that up because after that... Uh, we get the introductions for everybody in the Battle Royal. I very much like that. Yes! They gave everybody an entrance for this. Yeah. They, it, felt very, it felt very smart of them to like distinguish themselves mm -hmm. uh, in that way. Right. Like, it made everybody important. Yeah, I agree. So, we get the entrances of everybody. Mm -hmm. And we have our Battle Royal. And here's... I want to ask you this. Because I'm kind of mm. curious with your thoughts on this. Mm. Were you a fan or not a fan of everybody not going into the ring when the match started? I was a fan of that. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Because I kind of wasn't. Okay. Why? I thought maybe it took away... Like, I didn't mind them fighting outside of the ring to start. I didn't mind that. Okay. 
My problem was you're in a battle royal. I don't know. I guess I'm a traditionalist on this one. You got two guys waiting on the ramp to get in the ring. And the bell has sounded. Why hasn't any of the refs gone up to... Again, I'm with this kind of a match, I'm kind of a traditionalist. But mm. I'm not going to make it a big deal. Um, There were some very good-looking spots. Some of these guys looked really good. Penta looked good. Phoenix looked good. Bandita looked... Brian Cage looked phenomenal in this match. Yeah, I don't know if people are going to be shocked by this, this, but uh, this is probably my second favorite match of tonight. Wow, I really, really like that. Uh, I think it is. It, it it does help me a lot being a super fan of his. Uh, I do love uh, that he was allowed to. To win the way he was. Mm -hmm. Oh, orange, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Orange, yeah. And uh, there's, yeah, like I said, I, I think maybe people are going to be a little surprised, but I I, I do respect him so much that uh, for me it was very easily my, my second to favorite match of tonight. And you know what? The final four was yeah. actually a good mix of. You know, styles and talent you had there. Because oh, you, you got Orange, you got Swerve Strickland, you got Penta, and you had Big Bill, who comes off as this monster heel. And, he, and he's so good in that role. He's really good. He is, yeah. Um, so it comes down to Orange and Swerve. They fight on the apron. It's very close. Orange hits an Orange Punch. And then, you know, Swerve is starting to fall, and Orange is just like, I'll just lightly kick him, and Swerve, or Swerve falls off of the apron <laughs> to win. I, I did enjoy yeah. the match. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I did mm. enjoy this match. Um, I gave this a B-. minus. Okay. What did you give this one? Um... I think it... Yeah, I will give it an A. Okay. Yeah. Meltzer gave it four and a quarter stars. Okay. So the next match was the unsanctioned match. Chris Jericho and Adam Page... Or Adam Cole, pardon me. Yeah, and here the audience really showed... Yeah, <laughs> that they were not into the, this pay per view whatsoever. Oh yeah, <laughs> they did not like this match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I mean, because really the whole, if you think about it, mm. the whole like focal point was the addition of Sabu. Agree. Yeah, and he's only there for a few minutes. Leaves never yeah, it comes was back. Not long at all, was it? No. No, it wasn't. It felt very much like an apropos. Mm hmm. Like, a, oh, we have we have him in this match. 
I totally forgot about that. Right. <laughs> that's that's like sadly that's how it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, shit! We forgot. <laughs> we should probably put him in this match, shouldn't we? <laughs> That's how it felt like. So, Britt Baker comes out at one point, <laughs> hits Jericho with a Singapore cane. Then Soraya comes out, and she gets beat up with the same stick, you know, for her troubles. Yeah. And then it's like the rest, like. I, I agree. I agree with you. This crowd wasn't in the match, but the match I thought was decent. Yeah. It was it a was decent okay. match. The match ends when the referee stops the match. Because and Jericho could is, not respond. Can I just say that is one of the stupidest endings you can have in an unsanctioned match? There you go. Yeah. All right. So, what grade like, did you? That's 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 the whole point of like having an an unsanctioned match. It's like you're allowed to do things that you're like there are no referee interference. Like that's the whole point of this match, right? So what? But yeah, I am I am probably going to be a uh, very very much lower than you. I'm assuming, but I'm going to give this a uh, D. Oh, yeah, you are very lower than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gave this a B minus. Yeah, no, I don't like. Again, I was in a weird. I don't know. So. You're allowed to like. Oh, I am. Oh, I, I am. Yeah. Oh, we all are. We all are. Yeah. Um, so the next match. For the AEW Tag Team titles, FTR defending against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, the guest referee. Mm. Uh, good match. I was a little disappointed at times. I thought mm. maybe we would have gotten a little bit more goofiness, but we didn't. I agree. And then the last few minutes actually was really good. Because... Mm -hmm. Mark Briscoe kicks Sanjay out. Out of the match. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, then, and then, for no reason, kicks Sutton Singh out because he, had, he didn't do anything. But which was, was kind so of funny. That was funny, though. That was funny. I, I did laugh yeah. at that. So then, Mark Briscoe accidentally gets hit with a guitar. And there's no... I Okay. I popped very loudly for what's going to happen right now. Yeah. So, Aubrey <laughs> Edwards comes down, but Sanjay blocks him. Mm -hmm. And she pushes Sanjay down. Well, Karen Jarrett has the other guitar. I'm sorry, who? Karen Jarrett <laughs> knocks Aubrey out <laughs> with the guitar. And it was so uh... good. I was so happy. And at one point, Lethal has the match won. Yeah. He has the match won. But there's no referee. Um, they tried to do a belt shot, but they missed. Jared ends up eating the pin. FTR retains the title. A good match. 
It was. Maybe my expectations were set a little too high. Um, I, I, I think I, I popped I popped very, very loudly for, like, I was like, Karen, Jarrett! Oh, that was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Um, I gave this a B- minus as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually gave it a B. Okay. Yeah. Um, Meltzer gave this four stars. Okay. All right. Next match was the ladder match for the TNT title. Yeah. Christian Cage challenging Wardlow. Mm. I have to say, I was impressed with this match. Okay. I thought... Wardlow was going to have a little bit of a hard time in this type of a match, but he didn't. Christian was able to lead the way, mm. I thought. Um, it was a pretty good match, but I want to talk about the weird spot in the match. Yeah, please do, because I did not like this match whatsoever. And, and it had nothing to do with Christian or Wardlow. True. So, there's a spot in the match where Arn Anderson comes to ringside. He definitely does. Tries to defend Wardlow. Luchasaurus grabs him by the throat mm -hmm. as if he's going to go for a choke slam. Arn bites his thumb and he ends up with blood in his mouth. This is so disgusting. So I guess from that we are to assume that he bit Luchasaurus's thumb off. Yep. Which really did not go over well at all in any nope. sense. Nope. <laughs> not whatsoever. They're just disgusting and so unnecessary. It, it felt it was dumb. It 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 felt extremely stupid. But the end of the <laughs> end of the match, uh, Christian tries to go for the belt. Wardlow catches him, hits him uh, with a power bomb, climbs the ladder. Wardlow mm. retains the TNT title. Mm. And this may be a controversial rating I'm going to give this because outside of that one bit or bite, I guess we could say. Uh, I see what you did there. I actually enjoyed this match. Okay. I I thought <laughs> Now hear me out. You, you about that? Okay. Hear me out. Okay. I thought this was one of Wardlow's better matches that he's had. Okay. I gave it a B. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely not going to agree with this rating because I gave it a C minus. Okay, yeah. that's that's fair. Uh, Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, now we go to the AEW women's title match. Jamie Hayter defending against Tony Storm. <sighs> uh, yeah, the injury played a huge part into this match. No shit, Charlotte. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, this ended up being the worst match of the whole show, unfortunately. Um, oh, by far. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hated this match. Like, I, I usually don't, like, go and say, like, oh, I hate blah, blah, blah. Like, but I, 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 I can't find one redeeming thing about this match whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I, I usually, usually can find something funny about a bad match or, like, uh, like something entertaining. But I was so freaking bored. And also, I have to say, like, again, this about like how an audience control your like view of a pay-per-view mm-hmm. like the audience was so silent so not into this whatsoever well okay well it starts with the beginning because jamie hater doesn't come out right away right we see her getting thrown to the entrance by soraya and ruby soho Mm-hmm. So she's already at a disadvantage. Yeah. Britt comes back out to attack Soraya. Mm-hmm. Ruby then sprays uh, the you know the graffiti into the eyes of Hater. Mm-hmm. Well, this brings out uh, Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. So it's like they try every bit they can to even up the odds. Yeah. But it's too much. Hater is hurt. Storm yeah. hits her finishing move. She wins the T or the the women's title. Yeah. Uh I gave this a D. I gave it an F. Meltzer gave it one and a quarter stars. Yeah. I I felt those is like kind of like sad for like the people that was in it because like I like both of them and it's like right. it's it's so sad when you like you see wrestling that you don't like. Right. Because you get so yeah. It's not like I I didn't really feel like it was their fault almost. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the booking was just super weird. Like, okay. The way this show was going mm. up to this point, yeah. m- my thought was, oh God, we could be in for the worst AEW show to date. I honestly think it is. Like, even though I liked uh, the two ending matches, this is probably my least favorite uh, pay per view by AEW. I can't think of another one that I, I liked less than this. Right. Like even the silly booking ending of uh, of uh, uh, the storyline of the oh we're going to like ex- explode. Mm-hmm. That was even a, a better bit than this in my right. eyes. Right. I mean, people are. Of course, allowed to have their opinion about it. Exactly. But, uh, for, for, for me, it wasn't uh, what I was looking for, and I, I want, I want, I want AEW to be better uh, because I, I, I have more. I have very big respect for them, and I think it, it is too, 
bad to, I... to like have it. But it's uh, like I said, it's a combination of booking and also the like, like again, uh, again we see what how much an audience uh, means to a pay per view. I think the biggest problem, and this is just an in general thing. This isn't mm. AEW. This is just in general. The biggest problem that a lot of wrestling fans have today, in my opinion, mm. is if a company has a bad show or a not as good show, like this one was, right. it's like all the naysayers get together and they're like, ha 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 ha, we yeah. told you, yeah. we told you. And it's like, it's one show. It's yeah. not... I agree. And, 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 I, and I hate to use this, but I'm going to have to. It's not like with Impact, where they had a string of bad pay-per-views. They had a string of terrible pay-per-views. Exactly. Just just because AEW or WWE has one bad yeah. pay-per-view does not mean that, oh God, this company's in trouble. They're bound yeah. to get it back together and fix whatever the problem is by the time of the next show. AEW, yeah. AEW's had that before. They've done it. WWE, yeah. we know for sure, has had that problem and have done yeah. it. You yeah. know, it's just, I. it's like people are like, oh, see, I told you AEW's not that good. Okay, they had one bad night. Everybody's allowed to have a bad night every once in a while. I couldn't agree more. But, if I had to pick a turning point in the right direction for this pay-per-view... Mm -hmm. It is this next match. Yep. The trio's title, the House of Black, mm -hmm. basically left an open challenge out. Yeah. And the right team answered it, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Mm -hmm. And Max had Max Caster had one of the best lines of his entire rapid career talking about Buddy Matthews and Dominic, which was so funny. <laughs> was so good. Was so funny. I laughed. Oh, it was so good. And then the match tells, I thought, a terrific story. Yeah. With the story being, you know, when either Max or Anthony are in trouble, they try to get the Billy. Yeah. He, I agree. That's the story of the match, and it's told yeah. so well. Yeah. And when Billy Gunn finally gets the tag, he gets one of the big pops of the night. Yeah. And it's just a good match, good storytelling, good ending. The House yep. of Black win to keep the titles. I really feel this match saved the show because for me, yeah. because for me, after this, it just gets better. Mm -hmm. Um. So as far as the match, I gave it a B. 
Uh, I actually gave this a B plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also agree with you that I, I think uh, a lot of like people said like, oh, the two last matches saved the night, but I'm not sure I agreed to that. I think this was definitely in the contender of like where I felt like this pay per view was kind of like switching. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, there are this. There's one very strange booking decision a little bit later, but we will talk about it when yeah. it comes. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars. Yeah. So our next match, and my God, this match had no right to be as good as it was, but it I was agree. the TBS title: Taya Valkyrie against Jade Cargill. So. Yeah, first I, I was I was so happy because uh, we were talking uh, about it when we were uh, previewing this show that I don't like I don't like Valkyrie I have never hit that I don't right. like her and I was like I can see why why uh, she's losing in this preview I uh, uh, she's hurt and there's things that uh, is going on and the storyline reasons like she's She's getting a little boring. Like even me, that is a big fan of hers, thinks she's getting a little bit boring with her constant winning over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was like, yeah, I can see that she's lo- losing here to Valkyrie. I don't think it was the right decision, and I was very happy to be right. Well, let's talk about their entrances because I thought both were really good. I agree. Taya had a couple of showgirls. Come out. Mm-hmm. Jade had her sorority, uh, or members of the sorority that she is in, perform, which I liked. I like that entrance. And then this match is just good. This is maybe the best Jade match she's ever had, and oh, one of the one. best Taya matches that Taya yeah. has ever had. Yep. And, the, and I this to give her the the, the benefit of the, the doubt, benefits she needs. Uh, I definitely agree. I thought, I thought she was freaking awesome. And then this match, even though it was under ten minutes, was yep. a really good match. The fans yep. bought into this hook, yep. line, and sink. And when Taya locked up. For the road to Valhalla, mm-hmm. you could hear the people <laughs> being like, this yeah. is it. This is it. She yeah. hits it. One, two, kick out. Oh. Oh, so fun. And then, you know, they go a little bit longer, and then Jade hits Jaded to get the win. But it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. So I want to talk about the match, or this match, and then we're going to get to what happened after. Because I kind of separate the two. So, yeah, you go first. No, come on. Okay, I gave this a B plus. This was my surprise contender of match of the night. You know what? I I agree. It's actually a B plus in my my book as well. I, I really liked it. I uh, I have gotten a new uh, respect for Valkyrie. Uh, that was fun. Uh, yeah. Meltzer gave this 
two and three quarter stars. No. Now, if you thought this was good, it gets better. Because after we find out that Jade has gone 60 and 0 now, mm -hmm. Mark Sterling gets on the microphone and says, No one can beat Jade. She will put the belt on the line anytime, anywhere, because there's nobody left for her to beat. And then all of a sudden, here comes Chris Statlander. To, I exploded. To I, a I was, huge pop. Yeah, I was so happy to see her back. I didn't hear any rumors about no. this. I didn't think this would uh, happen. And I was so happy. It, I, because I wasn't, I didn't know that she was there. That's yeah, what makes it so good. So yeah. we do the match right there. Jade tries to go for the win. Statlander's able to escape. She hits her finishing move. One, two, three. Statlander wins the TBS yeah. title. The crowd goes apeshit. There's confetti flying everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, now, it wasn't only the audience that went apeshit there. I yeah. Have to, I have to admit, I was so happy to see her back. I I am such a huge fan of Chris Statlander. And putting it on her was the right decision. Uh, I think nobody can deny that. No, because I remember reading a while back, before she got injured, mm -hmm. the plan was for Chris to win that title from yep. Jade. Yep. And you know what? True to Tony's, you know, to whoever booked this, they kept their word. She was going to win that title, and she did. Yep. Now, now the match is not going to get a, a, a grade for me because it, it, it wasn't long enough. I but, agree. But the segment as a whole is an A-plus for me. I agree. Alright, so now we go to the first half of our double main event. Mm -hmm. The four-way match for the AEW world title. So, I have a question. Okay. As someone that has not watched as much wrestling as you have, I have heard a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, saying this is the best four-way there is. That this is the best four-way in modern wrestling. Is wow. it the best four-way? <sighs> because I don't really have an opinion about it, because, like, I haven't seen as much wrestling as you have. I don't know if it's the best one ever, mm. but I could see the argument for okay. this one. I really could. I, I would say it's in the discussion. How about that? All right. Because I, I thought this was probably maybe one of the best matches I have ever seen. Uh, ever. Like, I... I, I no joke think this is one of my favorite matches of all time. So, 
we have to talk about the entrances again. Normally, mm -hmm. we don't talk about them unless they are worthy. So, Jungle Boy's entrance is just Jungle Boy coming out. Sammy's entrance is what we talked about at the beginning of the show with him and Ty coming out, announcing they're having a baby. Mm -hmm. Darby's entrance is he interrupts a Vegas wedding with an Elvis Presley preacher and <laughs> Elvis drives him to the arena. Mm -hmm. MJF's entrance is him on a throne descending down, which was a good entrance. Mm -hmm. But, oh, this match. So freaking good. These guys busted their ass off. Mm. Um, it, great storytelling. The beginning, you know, they were going after MJF, then they decided to go after themselves, you know, each other. Mm -hmm. Later in the match, each guy hit their mentor's finishing moves, which was yeah. great. You had a bunch of near falls. It was going back and forth. You had no idea how this was going to end. And then you get to the ending where... Sammy hits the J or the GTH on the Jungle mm -hmm. Boy. Darby throws Sammy out of the ring. Mm -hmm. Allen goes for the stage dive. MJF mm -hmm. puts the belt on top of Jungle Boy so it hurts Darby. MJF then does a headlock takeover to pin Darby the same way he did about a year and a half earlier. Was well, so fun. And there's so many terrific spots in this match. It's too many to go over. But if you have not seen this match, it is worth your time to see this match. Yeah, like I said, it's probably like my favorite wrestling match of all time. That's saying like, something. I, 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 I think, I think it's probably yes. I, I can't think of another one that I loved as much as I love this. It's, it's uh, really, really good. And oh, I think it is the only match that almost made me like cry. Wow. Literally cry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take it. You're going to give this a pretty high grade. <laughs> uh, pretty high grade, yeah. Uh, it's going to get my S. Uh, I don't usually go uh, give out S's. And uh, for people that don't know, that is superb. I actually just changed my grade for this right. match. I originally had this as an A minus, mm. but I bumped it up to an A. Okay. It was a terrific match. Yeah. And if that had been how the pay-per-view had ended, I would have been <laughs> fine with it. So I'm 
going to be very controversial here and say that for me, this where was where the pay-per-views ended. Like for me, it was I didn't need anymore, and I think that will kind of hit uh, when we talk about my next grade because. I understand I am probably one, the only one in the entire universe that didn't really like the next match. Well, before we get to that next match, Meltzer <laughs> mm -hmm. gave this match four and three quarter stars. Okay. And before we get to that last match, uh, one of the MVPs of this show, to me, was... Mm. Angry Jim Ross. Oh, that was so funny. Oh my god. He is hilarious. And he's and it's not on purpose. He's just like, ah, oh, why don't you shut up? And he's like, look at you doing, stupid. <laughs> go back. Go back and watch it. I I it's the truth. Grandpa JR is probably my new favorite JR. <laughs> JR was not very satisfied about damn. anything in this paper, I think. Damn, damn kids knocking over my cup of coffee. Okay, so now we get to the other half. <laughs> oh, gra Grandpa JR. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Pause for two seconds. Uh, Look, he's calling. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause. Well, uh, perfect timing for you, Fro. Uh, because yeah. you will not be here for this last match, so... I'm just going to say I give it a C plus and uh, be very controversial and say that I didn't like it. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. There we See go. You next week. Bye. See you. Bye, Fro. Alright, so uh, now we're going to get to the other half of the double main event, Anarchy in the Arena, uh, the Elite against the Blackpool Combat Club, and let's discuss right away the elephant in the room... The lead singer, black mask, black face paint, yeah, not, not that good. But this is a crazy match. Uh, this is an, an absurd, out-of-control match. Uh, everything that you could expect happening did happen. We have barbed wire, thumbtacks, broken glass... Uh, fights in the crowd, fights through the crowd, people bleeding, uh, explosions. We had explosions in this match when uh, Matt hit the super kick on John Boxley and the pyro went off. That actually came off really good. Um, this was just an insane match. Uh, the end was Omega getting the win, but... Don Callis interfered, and then we saw Takeshita in disguise attack Omega, and Wheeler Yuta ends up getting the biggest win of his career out of this match. Blackpool Combat Club getting the win. Uh, I gave this match an A. It, I don't think it was as good as last year's match. Last year's match was beyond fantastic. This one was good. I don't think it was better than last year's, but that's just me. Meltzer gave this five stars. Five star rating from Meltzer out of this match. So, uh, 
if I had to go on an order of how I'd rank the shows, this one's kind of hard, actually, because the none of the three of them, like, blew me away. I would say... Wow, this is going to be a little bit harder than I thought. I, I, I guess I'd say Night of Champions... Then NXT, then Double or Nothing, but two and three could be switchable anytime. It's very close. It really is. But I think Night of Champions might have been the better of the three. But like I said, none of the none of the shows really blew me away and was like, this is the absolute best show of the weekend. I, I just didn't have that feeling. But they were good shows, I thought. Uh, either way, but yeah, I'd say Night of Champions was the best show of the three, then NXT, then AEW, but again, two and three, not by much. So that's going to do it for this show. Going to get to the quick plugs. Uh, you can check out Fro and Luke on Another Digital Citizen this week. They are celebrating their 400th episode of Another Digital Citizen, so check them out this week on ADC. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. Follow the show on uh, Twitter, Wrestling Show 11. Follow us on Instagram, That Wrestling Show. And join our Facebook group where we have over 500 members in our Facebook group. Uh, now to plug podcast you guys should check out, starting with our guys, our friends, at our vantage point, Michael Quinn, Joe Morata. This week, another episode of Championship Wrestling in the 85 canon. They are almost done with 1985 WWF. Uh, also came out earlier this week in their Patreon, the Canon Plus, as they watch Saturday night's main event. Coming out this weekend is King of the Ring 96, and later next week is another Canon Plus of The Wrestling Classic. So check that out on OVP. Check out Juice Pro Wrestling, where this week they speak with the Jackal from German horror punks, The Crimson Ghosts. Uh, they talk about the latest album, Forevermore, and much more that is on Juice Pro Wrestling. Also check out the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast with Luke Jennings, as this week, he has a special rewind as he covers some of the stars of Memphis before they were extreme. That is this week on the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. If you're looking for a non-wrestling-related podcast, check out Acid Washed Memories with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. This week, they discuss chain restaurants. Yes, you know, Applebee's, Denny's, IHOP, Shoney's, those restaurants, you know, the ones that we used to go out with our families to. Check it out on Acid Washed Memories. Also, check out the guys at SMB, a South Park Review. They're taking a little bit of a break at this time, but they did come out with a special, uh, let's call it a collection of Matt's favorite reviews that they've done so far on their show, check it out, SMB, a South Park review. Speaking of South Park, this week on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, it is 
the start of season 20 of South Park as I review the episode Member Berries. And I'm going to go through this whole season trying to determine if season 20 is as bad as I remember it being. Check it out on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. And finally, check out Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Yes, it is officially out. I know we said it was going to be out on Sunday, but we put it out a couple of days early. The season premiere of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 4 is officially underway. It's going to be a fun season. This episode, part one of a two-part watch-along of Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. That is on Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Next week on the show, going to talk about uh, the wrestling news going on and probably discussing Money in the Bank because it is four weeks away from today. Thank you all for tuning into this episode and thank you all for listening on this, my birthday. It actually is my birthday. You all are, oh, you, you all being a part of my birthday, even if it's, you know, the biggest bit, the smallest bit, however big, is a very, it means a lot. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always, wrestle on.